Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup podcast. My name is Joe Glover. In this episode, we'll be hearing from an absolute gentleman called Rob Lawrence. Now, Rob is a specialist in podcasting and audio in general. And when I had that first conversation with Rob, I just remember feeling completely enthusiastic about audio after listening to him speak about it. He's just one of those people that you hear someone when they speak about something so passionately that you can't help but feel like a little bit's rubbed off on you too. Now, in this talk, Rob's going to focus on the mistakes marketers make when they go to launch a podcast. And that's really relevant for someone like me and hopefully for someone like you because podcasting has become so popular these days. And I know that I pretty much was listening to this talk and just going, I made that mistake, I've made that mistake, and I've made that mistake. Um, But nonetheless, you are now being tooled with the ideas and the mistakes that someone's made uh, from podcasting before and hopefully you can avoid them now. Uh, It's a talk that kind of speaks for itself, so I'm really going to keep my intro nice and short. There's just two things to do before I let you listen to the talk. The first is to thank Barry from Bravo Creative. Now, Bravo Creative are a creative agency, and they specialize in content that actually drives results. Now, that's a big claim, but with a guy like Barry behind it, um, I believe it. So please, if you're interested in going to listen more about creative projects that actually drive results for marketers instead of just being a lot of hot air go to bravomarketing.co.uk the other thing to do is to let you know about the other stuff the marketing meetup has going on and the little announcement is that I'll be taking the marketing meetup full time from April in 2019 so we're going to have a whole lot going on uh, in the future but right now there's also a lot going on so we've got the marketing meetup website which is brand new There's stuff like new blog content on there for specifically designed for marketers to make them have a better life. We've got this podcast. We've got events in six locations around the UK and I'd like to do so many more. Um, And we've just got so much. So head to themarketingmeetup.com. That's where everything is. What's left for me to say is I really hope you enjoyed this talk. I know that I did. I know that the audience did. And I'll see you soon. Thank you very much indeed. Great. All right, let's get a recorder on. Good evening. Joe, thank you so much for the invitation to um, be here in this room full of people interested in marketing, um, passionate about marketing, I'm sure. Um, I find it um, <clears throat> kind of interesting that I'm here actually in many respects. Um, there's no doubt about it in my mind that marketing's actually changed my life. Um, and for that reason, I find it kind of amusing that I'm here because um, I've never consciously thought of myself or consciously thought of studying or working in or being in marketing. Um, yet here I find myself regarded as a marketing expert in audio and podcasting, speaking to a room full of people passionate and interested in marketing. Um, uh, because I must admit that everything I've learned through marketing has been such a rewarding experience for me so far. I think it would be also pretty safe to say that audio and podcasting has changed my life. In fact, one of the most exciting things about the work that I do uh, on a daily basis with my clients, and these are people who um, you know, they choose to think about 
using audio strategically as part of their marketing. One of the most exciting things I, I, I get to experience almost on a, on a daily basis is um, how it changes the lives of others. And um, from that point of view, it's a, it's a life-changing experience for me too. I'd like to share with you in this very short time we've got together this evening, um, some of my own experience and expertise, um, hoping that I can help you avoid some of the mistakes that I see many make, many of the mistakes that I've made when uh, attempting to put audio together and out into the world and engage people through that audio. But hopefully some tips and tricks too. So if you're already doing this or if you're thinking about using audio as a way of reaching and connecting people, um, hopefully you'll learn something from me in the next, uh, the next few minutes. No presentation would be complete without a few stats. So I thought I'd uh, put a few stats into this evening's presentation for you. Um, if they interest you, you're welcome to take a picture of this slide. But I think what's really important here uh, isn't the fact that it's you know, 21 million listening hours a day and the fact that you know, radio stations and research over in the States is showing that more and more people are actually taking action after they've listened to audio, which is all really great stuff. What's really important to me is that these statistics are already out of date. It's still accelerating the growth of podcasting and audio. But that doesn't mean now's not a bad time to start. In fact, I would argue that it's a great time to start right now, particularly if you're very specific, ultra niche in terms of your expertise and the topics, um, because more and more people are looking towards audio and podcasts to solve very specific problems today. Um, Edison Research did some revealing work a few years ago that suggested that the podcast demographic is um, generally highly affluent, highly educated people that are listening to audio and podcasts. But I'd argue that has changed quite a lot even in the last few years. In my experience, the listeners that I get to speak to and meet, um, they're getting older, they're getting younger, younger and they're from more diverse backgrounds. Um, so uh, the, the, the world of audio really is still changing. When it comes to effectively engaging with people through audio, uh, I don't know if there's any Star Wars fans amongst you. I'm a Star Wars fan. My two young sons are avid Star Wars fans. Um, I'm a particular fan of Yoda quotes, so I thought I'd include this one. This is definitely true from my experience from a marketing perspective, and certainly um, from a, a point of view from how I've experienced putting my own podcast into the world. There's a lot of information out there on the internet of how to start a podcast. Some of it works, some of it doesn't, and what might work for you might be different to what works for somebody else. Uh, my best advice is just to get started, just to try something. And as soon as you start on that journey, you'll find out quite quickly what's working and what isn't for you. So I've got, I, I said to Joe seven, but since then I've upgraded to nine. So quite quickly, I'm hopefully going to share with you nine tips that are going to help you um, improve your game if you're doing audio in your marketing. Um, just out of interest, quick show of hands, how many people are already using audio in some shape or form as part of their marketing? Okay, all right, that's great, thank you. Right, um, so one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is 
not having any audio at all, having no audio channel. The reason being is that if you don't have audio as part of your marketing, you're actually leaving people out. You're leaving people behind. Um, I had the enormous privilege of working with a very large bank um, last year. Well, actually the agency that supports the bank with their media. And I was surprised to find that they've got these beautiful videos with wonderful statistics and tips, if you like, um, information on the slides and this really nice music playing in the background. Um, but if you couldn't read that stuff, if you were visually impaired or you weren't able to read, you wouldn't be getting that information. So it's really important to be aware of how people like to consume audio. So for my clients, and these are, as I say, people that choose to use audio strategically as part of their marketing, um, it's a really exciting journey that I go on with them when we are able to find that we are able to grow their audience, if not by 20 or 30%, sometimes 40 or even 60%. And the reason being is the very people that they're trying to reach are people who choose to entertain and educate themselves through audio. They're commuters, they're walking, they're running, they're cooking, gardening. But these are very active people, they're very proactive people who know exactly what it is that they're looking for and they tend to go towards podcasts and audio for a very deep connection for very specific information. So it's really interesting if the type of person that you are trying to reach through your own marketing could be that kind of person, then it's worth exploring. And it's certainly worth exploring having an audio offering of sorts. Another big mistake I see people making is buying all the kit first. And this always fascinates me. I had a client recently come to me and say, hey Rob, um, I've just spent you know, several hundred pounds on, on equipment. Uh, I need some help putting it together. And I love doing that, so I was more than happy to get stuck in and, and, and guide him through that process. As we were going through that process, I asked him, you know, just out of curiosity, you know, what sort of format, what kind of audio are you going to be doing? And he was like, well, I don't know yet. And I thought this was fascinating. And, you know, you can't, you can't blame him. What, you know, it seems like an intuitive thing to do. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do some audio. I'll buy some equipment. It make, kind of makes sense. But really, in, in my experience, it's actually a little bit cart before the horse, so to speak. It's a bit like, I don't know, um, maybe shopping for ingredients uh, when you haven't read the recipe, perhaps. It's that sort of thing. The reason being is my best advice to anyone starting out with audio is choosing the format first. And what I mean by format is, you know, what kind of style suits you? Are you good at asking questions? Would an interview show make sense? Do you like to get around a table with some friends or experts and talk about hot topics and things that you know between you and have a, a really casual conversation? And is that something you could record and add value to the world with by sharing it? Or maybe you're an expert, somebody like Seth Godin, where you can just speak your mind for 20 minutes and impart amazing value. And chances are that I would imagine all of you in this room are an expert in at least one thing, if not many things. And this could be a great way to, to offer value to people. Now, when you find a style that suits you, if you think about the people you're trying to reach, if you already know who those people are, you're in a fortunate position because you can go and find out what styles they like, what are they already listening to and what formats 
of, of the shows and the audio are they listening to? What kind of formats are they listening to? What formats are they sick of that you could do or you could do something different? More and more recently, I've had clients come to me and they've got fascinating um, formats to their shows. They're, they're almost hybrid formats and it's really exciting and compelling. When you think it's all been done, they've come up with something new. But it's a great place to start and just experiment and have fun. And when it comes to the equipment and investing in the equipment, I mean, Almost any smartphone these days, or you can get one of these handheld recorders quite inexpensively, just to start with what you've got, have a conversation, record your thoughts or ideas, and then when you start hitting limitations and you want to improve your audio, then that's the time to invest in, in, in equipment and spending money there. This fascinates me. When I meet experts in a particular world, not just marketing, but in, in any realm, um, and then I find out that they're spending eight hours a day editing their own audio. I'm just like, why? Um, somebody once said, it, said to me, um, the, 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 the expression they use is, it's a bit like doing your own dentistry. And I agreed. And after I stopped laughing, I thought, yeah, actually, it really is. I mean, if you're a marketing expert, or may, let's say maybe you're a marketing consultant, um, and perhaps let's hope you're earning, I don't know, 50, 60, 100 pounds an hour. Um, why wouldn't you pay somebody who's an expert 20, 30 pounds an hour, somebody you know, who may have 20, 30 years experience in audio editing, can do this stuff really fast, and she's probably invested thousands of pounds in critical ear training and hardware and software that she's had the time to learn that you won't have. Why wouldn't you get an expert to do it? And they're in this game all the time. So they know what's cutting edge. They know what everybody else is doing. They can really add value to your own audio. Um, so it kind of makes sense. And by the way, if you really do want to do your own editing and production, for a 30-minute episode, you shouldn't be spending more than about three hours total. So if you are, you're probably doing something fundamentally wrong. And by the way, there are, there's new software these days. So if you record some audio that doesn't need a lot of treatment, there's some great software. A friend of mine, Colin Gray's produced something called um, Alitu, A-L-I-T-U. And it's browser-based editing and production software. And it's about $30 a month. You can drag and drop your audio in there. And you tell it what you want, and it does it for you. So if you really are passionate about doing your own editing and production, there are new tools and new bits of software out there that, that you can use. Um, don't be put off by the jargon. I kind of dragged and dropped this slide from another presentation. The important point about this slide is metadata. It's a great opportunity. Um, few people know that an audio MP3 file can actually contain more information than just the audio. You can include in there titles, descriptions, artwork, and URLs. And there's two great reasons to have your ID3 tagging. And by the way, an editor or producer would do this for you, or you can actually do it quite simply and easily yourself. Um, the two great opportunities are search, and Dave will probably know more about this than I do, but um, not so long ago, I think iTunes was ranked as one of the highest search engines behind Google and YouTube. And if your audio hasn't got these keywords and this data and this descriptive information in it, then it's not going to come up at the top of a search or in the, on the front page, where it could do if you've got that information populated inside your audio file. The second great opportunity is, it doesn't matter which device, player, platform that your listener is on, they've got consistent look and feel of your branding, they've got artwork, they've got a URL that they can use to connect back to you with once they've listened to the audio. So getting this stuff right is, is, is well worth doing. 
Having a good call to action. Um, podcast listeners are a slightly different breed. You've got a great advantage with um, blog posts and video where you can literally include a link and people can click on that link and then take the next step. With audio, you have to be a little bit more creative. You have to um, have a compelling call to action because bear in mind that your listener might be out running and have to remember to do something when they get home. Um, this is changing. This year, a good, another good friend of mine, Mark Asquith, um, he's developing a, a new product called Productivity. So productivity without the R. Productivity, and you can find that at productivity.com. It's an app. It's, a, it's an interactive podcast player app with an action button. And the great thing about that is you fill in your details so it's preloaded. But say 10 minutes into a talk, you can press the action button and I'll have automatically subscribed to an email list. Or maybe they're talking about a product that I want to buy and all I need to do is press this action button and it arrives at my home the next day because it's got my billing and delivery details. Now, he's, the problem he's solved is this disconnect that we currently have with podcast and audio, which is trying to you know, invite people to take the next step following on from the audio. So it's just worth bearing in mind um, about having you know, uh, something that's compelling and interesting to invite people to do. Um, my favorite phrase at the moment is, <coughs> Uh, audio amplifies everything, and I think this is this is is more and more true the more I explore it. Um, we could take say this 15-20 minute talk this evening, and I could send it to my transcriber, and she would send it back to me within a day or so, and it'd probably cost for 20 minutes of audio about $20. Um, I'd get my highlighter pen out. I would highlight the key quotes from this talk. I would send that to my other friend, who's a fabulous designer, and he would send back to me social media assets probably for the next six to eight weeks that I could link back to this talk with, with those quotes in really nice designs, you know, images. I could use that same transcription, send it to my friend who's also a copy editor, and she could turn that into, if not one really attractive blog post, probably several. And I could also use that same transcript as the basis of a script for a video if this audio wasn't good enough. Hoping that this audio is good enough, then I can put animations or I could put slides or pretty pictures on it and that's my YouTube and my Vimeo feed. I often find my clients and it's such a delight to see them punch the air when we go through this process with their own material because often audio is the best way to get the expertise out of their head very quickly and then we can go off in all these different directions and have this audio transcribed and repurposed in so many ways it's really efficient and it's, and it's highly creative. Um, so yeah have a think about how you could begin with audio in terms of your content creation strategy, I suppose. This fascinates me. Um, I meet so many podcasters that don't talk about their podcast. And I was delighted when I was exchanging messages with Joe early on when he kindly invited me to talk to you guys this evening. I was, I was absolutely delighted that one of the early parts of our conversation, he sent me a link to the podcast. Um, which was great because I immediately started listening and I got a sense of what the marketing meetup was about. Um, I wish more people did that. You know, before you launch a podcast, you need to be drumming up interest. When you've got a podcast series out there, you need to be telling people that it exists and, and bring them into it. Re remind them that there was this great moment in the podcast where this happened or you had a wonderful conversation with somebody where that happened. And then after your first series has gone out, you can be reflecting on the series or maybe sharing with other people what that journey of creating that audio was like for you. 
Uh, there's plenty of opportunities and you'll find with experience and practice you'll be able to talk more and more naturally about the audio offering that you've got. But don't be shy about it. Be talking about the audio that you're creating. You never knew who you might be speaking to and they might be some, one of these people, somebody who chooses to you know, almost use audio exclusively to, to entertain themselves or educate themselves for that matter. And I guess this is kind of a golden rule for marketing anyway, being consistent, but it's absolutely true when it comes to audio. When you create your first series, one of your first episodes wants to introduce who you are and your story because your listener is going to be thinking, well, who's this person and why should I care? But you also want to set their expectations in terms of the journey that you're going to take them on with your, with, with your audio. And when you do that, you want to deliver on time every time. And the trick to doing that is having all of your audio created up front and then having a regular publication schedule. But if you say you're going to be publishing every week at Friday at nine o'clock, make sure that you do. It builds trust and credibility. Um, but it also helps to have a consistent format and tone within the audio itself. Again, uh, it's, the, the more you do that, the more I feel that you will invite people into your world. They'll, they'll, they'll trust you quite quickly. And one of the most exciting things that I've seen recently is when somebody's phoned somebody else off the back of a podcast and the very person that's picked up that phone is the podcast host. So it's quite a nice experience in terms of continuity and engagement there, in, in my opinion. So to wrap up then, audio amplifies everything. It can amplify the energy of your brand and your marketing. We know what you look like, but what do you sound like? Audio amplifies the emotion. Um, I heard somebody recently say that um, they felt that audio was the most honest medium. I really like that. And I, and I kind of, what, what, I, what I get from that, that particular phrase, what I get out of that is you can't hide behind the emotions. You know, if somebody's upset about something or somebody's passionately excited about something, it's evident in their voice, particularly without the visual cues, which are sometimes distracting from that audio, because it then leaves the listener to their own imagination. And we all know how powerful the imagination is. And audio amplifies reach. And when I talk about reach, I don't mean numbers. I'm talking about creating a sense of connection, a sense of intimacy, a sense of togetherness. Um, actually, I, lo I love it. I love seeing the impact that my clients' audio has on the lives of others. But I think one of the most moving moments that I've experienced myself as a podcaster is when I've had a listener come up to me with tears in their eyes and they said, Rob, please don't stop doing what you're doing with your podcast. It's, it's changed my life. And when you get that level of interaction, you know you're onto something with your audio. Um, so it's about creating a sense of intimacy, a sense of togetherness. Um, I often hear listeners talking about podcasts as though they feel like they're a fly on the wall of somebody else's conversation. And I think that's the wonderful opportunity that we have with audio is to have a conversation and then offer it out there to the world, warts and all. Um, because those types of recordings feel very real for the people that need them the most. So that's more or less all I've got for you, um, other than my own invitation my own call to action to you this evening, which is um, where I would like to begin a conversation with, with you. Um, it's a thought, it's, a, it's more of a question actually. It's how could you use audio tomorrow to change somebody's life? Thank you.